0: Start thinking long-term and not just short-term, right? And I say short-term in the sense of you focusing on this dream, on this achievement of yours, of being the greatest and giving up everything else, right? Think about sustainability. How sustainable is that? So earlier on, I mentioned and I scraped the surface on sacrificing bottom-line results at some point to supplement Mm. your mental well-being, rather. Finding that balance as well, because not being mentally sound and achieving that goal of being number one right is going to do so much harm in the future to those around you to you yourself but thinking Mm -hmm. how do i sacrifice my short-term gains for long-term results hey everyone welcome to the rlt podcast where we share some real life tools tips and tricks to help you not only discover but also reach your ultimate goals what's happening ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome back to a brand new week in a brand new episode of the real life tips podcast this is episode number 53 i'm your host mono
1: joined by leon as usual this is take seven on this episode (laughs) (laughs) it almost feels like it yeah (laughs) yeah man we're a bit rusty as you know we've had some time off so this is probably the seventh time we're recording this intro hopefully this time (laughs) martin we can nail it man (laughs) yeah so yeah man grab a coffee get comfortable if you're driving keep your eyes on the road Uh, this is going to be yet another very nice topic coming to you in our new half an hour format and Marnu why don't you take us in I mean what are we gonna actually discuss today
0: yeah we're a little bit into this year I think we're all feeling good well at least I am Uh, I know we had a good break from the podcast and from a lot of things in life over the last month or two and it's really given me some time to just like recalibrate my life and get back on track get into my old habits and routines of like actually being productive mm-hmm. every single day So i've gotten back into my reading and all that and that's sort of what we're going to be talking about today right is how do you make this year the best year possible but mm. we're going to bring a brand new spin to this right is the fact that we always try and strive to be number one we always try and strive to be the best at everything that we do or maybe at least a one specific thing that we do, right? Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, it's extremely good to have an ex- a, a realistic goal or a, an achievable goal that you can measure and actually work your way up to that. But what we're going to look at today is, is it really sustainable or is there a better approach? And that's really what we're going to touch on today, Elian.
1: Yes, exactly. So I find this topic quite interesting because obviously... It contradicts a little bit of what we've done in the past about um, aiming for greatness and all that kind of things. What we are talking about here is the obsession about being the best, like literally being the best at something. And you mm-hmm. get those people that say, look, I'm going to go endeavor to be the best as, at X, Y, or Z. I just came out of the book, uh, Will, uh, Yeah, it's just called Will. It's Will Smith's uh, memoir. And he wrote it or co-wrote it with Mark Manson, our boys from Subtle Art of Not Giving a Beep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Anyway, so very, very interesting read. And I really enjoyed it. I'm a bit of a fan of his work and his, you know, talents and so on. Not really of his music, but especially his movies and so on. And it was clear to me in the book that he went off balance in the very early areas of his life. So he discovered some... Uh, talents. He discovered that he can make people laugh really well, etc. And that's what he's good at. And then after a few successes, he started obsessing about being the actual number one best about some of those things. So being mm. a film star, being a rap artist, etc. Later on during the book you st- and I 'm not going to spoil the book for anyone. now, now, Will Smith is listening and he's wanting me to, I don't know pay him <laughs> royalties or whatever, but it talks about how the, what the effect of that is, and how that spills into your life, into your relationships, into your kids, into your uh, marriage, etc. Now, being good at something is is great. Being great at something is wonderful. Mm. The burden that comes with being great or being the best is the part that not everyone talks about. And being great at something means that you have to really focus on that thing so heavily that you end up not having energy, time or emotion left to really spend on the other things in life that balances you out as a good, functional, healthy human being. Mm. with Mm. a good solid head on his shoulders good relationships good money good um physical everything should be in some sort of a balance yeah and at the end of the day it could be really really hard if you are striving to be the best i think
0: it's i think it's so important leon because we've spoken about balance in life and that's really what, we, what we're getting at here, right? And this is what this topic mm. is. And it's, it's so unconventional. And it's, it goes against the very grain of a lot of the things that uh, we believe in ourselves. But once we start mm. understanding the implications of reaching that goal and taking into consideration that everything in life demands sacrifice, right? So if you want to be the best at one particular thing, know that you're going to have mm-hmm. to sacrifice in so many other areas of your life. Like you said, yes, sacrificing on family true. time, sacrificing on finances or financial growth, perhaps in the growth journey to achieve that specific goal. And once you've achieved that goal, don't think for a second that you're not going to have to continue sacrificing That demands a lot of time. I take, for instance, if I want to be the world's greatest guitar player, which, you know, when you're you're 15 and you start playing guitar, it's absolutely your goal in life, right? You want to be better. You want to be the best. Mm, You want to stand out above everyone because in school, they sort of teach you to be the best and strive for top one. You know, not top two, top 10 or anything, but you constantly want to be better and you want to be number one. But if you want to be the best guitar player in the world, that's going to demand you waking up earlier in the morning, perhaps, so that you can get your theory uh, in. If you want to be the best, it's going to take a lot of time to practice at anything. Practice, 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 right? Be better. Same thing goes for if you want to be a world athlete, you want to win the Olympics, right? If you win it one year, do you think it's going to be okay for those who have, shown that they're proud of you who have showed all of their support during that whole journey and you actually reaching that goal do you think they're going to just back off the next year no they're going to expect that of you again so there's a lot of pressure that comes with that and that's yeah. the beauty of this right
1: yes exactly and i mean you touch on a very important point there it's not just about being the best it's then staying there right yeah. um it's quite easy or not easy it's much easier to chase the number one person than it is for that number one person to stay ahead of the pack. You see that in business life, you see that in Olympics, you see that in sports, you see that everywhere you look. The person that stays at the top of of the chart doesn't stay there indefinitely. If you take any example, any skill set, anything in life, at the end of the day, those talents are spread across hundreds of thousands of people. So your odds of being the actual number one is already something that's going to literally drain all of your time and energy to achieve. And then once you've achieved it, you've now set the new bar for everyone to beat. So the only thing that's going to happen is you're going to have to outpace yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the hardest, that's the hardest opponent you can ever have is yourself. So it's very, very hard to stay ahead. There was actually the story that I read. It's actually quite a sad story. There was a a girl, um, she was a maths prodigy, Sophia Youssef. Excellent, excellent pupil, right? She was like a star, etc. So so she actually enrolled at Oxford. Hear this, at the age of 12. I mean, 12. That's crazy. I, I know kids that are that age. And she was enrolled at Oxford at age 12. Unfortunately because of the expectations and the pressure of being so good she dropped out and she's now working as a call girl. Mm-hmm. Um she first started as a waitress and now she's actually working as a call girl. Jeez. And I firmly believe that is probably one of the most pronounced and unfortunately quite sad examples of being so good that the world recognizes you for it then that pressure gets onto your shoulders. The expectations get extremely high. Now you miss out on, you didn't get 95, now you're getting 94. Already, that's not your standard. Mm -hmm. You should be the best. You have to have 96 next time. Mm -hmm. And that pressure just made this little girl buckle, unfortunately. The other thing that we that that some of the research has shown is that people that are extremely good at something, and I keep getting this picture of Sheldon from Big Bang Theory in my head when I hear about this research, he's so obsessed in his own and obviously he's a fictitious character, <laughs> but there are probably people like that. He's so obsessed in his skills and his world and and his way of seeing things that he's like very likely to actually see past his own flaws he doesn't realize that wow I'm really socially awkward mm-hmm. because I don't function at the same level, and I don't. I don't have the sa- We don't share the same priorities. We don't share the same likes, or we we're very indifferent, etc. So at the end of the day, when it comes to people that are great at something, so we're talking about the people that are the best at something, mm. you'll probably find that they have a very bad balance with lots of other other things in their life, and they're practically imbalanced from, for example, personal relationships or um sleep deficiency or health deficiency stress they just cannot have such a laser focus focused in one area and then still keep what we consider being a normal human being in play at the same time so it's 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 a it's a burden um at the end of the day to be best
0: absolutely and if the first thing that comes to mind for me when you talk about that sacrifice, is mental health as well, Leon, that I think one need to take into consideration. If you think about the implications of that stress, if you think about achieving greatness, and absolutely we need to you know, push ourselves. We need to be at least 1% better than we were yesterday. At least for me, that's that's how I've structured my life. If I can do 1% better today, just 1%, then I know I'm going to be achieving what I want to achieve in life. I'm going to be reaching the goals that I've set out for myself, right? But at some point, and at what point do we need to stop and think, how is this impacting my mental health? You know, as well, because where do we draw the line of sacrificing bottom line results For our mental well-being. Understanding that Mm -hmm. there is going to be sacrifice. Maybe you have to go from wanting to achieve the absolute best and being number one. To saying it's okay to be number two if that means that I can still stay sane. And I don't have to go absolutely mental and not be able to support those around me or those closest to me or even look after myself at the end of the day
1: yes and you touch on the most important thing i think here is the fact that you need to apply the the correct amount of self-awareness and mindfulness to understand where to draw that line at the end of the day when you look at perfectionist people or people that are striving to the best to be the best at something in their lives they all share three major problems right the first thing is that it diminishes their own Mm self-esteem being in in the being in the front of the pack and not being able to stay there ruins their day way more than it does any normal person just doing a a, a decent or a very good job at something right so their own self-esteem is always being attacked by themselves they're Mm -hmm. always finding themselves obsessed over staying ahead so badly that when they do trip up and maybe make one little mistake, like for example, in Will Smith's book, he had one or two bad movies. He lost so much in some of those movies. In one of the movies after earth that he shot with his child, it was a big blockbuster failure. Mm -hmm. It almost destroyed his relationship with his child, you know? And it, it, he just came off of like four or five excellent movies that put him in the number one position globally for like most blockbusters etc and that one movie just kind of almost ruined it all for him the second thing is that they then those people the guys that are always ahead or the best at something they have that same unrealistic expectation and transmit that onto other people so they almost expect everyone around them to rise to their level. Mm. Otherwise, they kind of look down on them. And you, you see this a lot uh, when you look at people that are excellent at something. Even, even at a lower level, if you bring it to the realistic world, in my world, for example, if I'm a system administrator in information technology, and I speak to another admin, and he, he's not at my level there's immediately that down talking. Like, mm-hmm. why are you not understanding? We're doing the same job. We're earning mm-hmm. the same salary, but you're not as good as me. Mm. And it's exactly the same, but highly, way more pronounced when you are number one. When people can't come to your level, you mm-hmm. tend to throw them away because they are, you see them as dragging you down to their level. And mm-hmm. that's a really big issue. And then there's the third thing, which is the illusion of attainment. At the end of it all, what a lot of the people in the world that's literally been the best at something seem to have gone through that they all share is an illusion of attainment. Like they actually got it. They Mm. were the best. And then they have this false sense that in this state they believe that they are right and by comparison it means everyone else is wrong. -hmm. They literally are ahead. They've broken the record. They've done it the best way, and everyone else can just go to bed. There's no, there's no other way than my way right now because I'm in front. And those are the three really damaging things that most people that are best in the world at something share. And obviously, if you've got a little bit of self-awareness or a little bit of a mind on your shoulders, you'll you can all see how that will destroy. Anything that we can consider normal living and normal life lived Mm. and uh, people, relationships, etc. That can absolutely destroy and damage everything else in your life. Apart from the fact of being best at some.
0: And I can see how that could affect your personal growth as well. Because when you think about Mm. it, that's sort of where arrogance spawns from, right? Is when you think Mm. that you're the best and you can't learn anything from anyone else. And as soon as you're closed-minded, really in that regard aren't you really going backwards then, you know, in terms of personal growth, you're, you're stagnating. Mm. And then you start depleting in terms of emotional intelligence, is it not? Because mm. what you're doing is you're closing off and saying that there's nothing anyone can teach me because I am the best, you know, I do know everything. I've, you know, I've won the award. And instantly I feel that as soon as you achieve that, and, and that makes a lot of sense, Leon, because mm. instantly thinking and looking down upon people when when you're the best, I think is inevitable. Even if you're the most selfless person in, in this world, on this planet, right? I think that it mm. does get to you because you've now proven to yourself. And you, there will be even just a hint of arrogance that comes with that. So it makes a lot of sense. It's quite interesting, Leon. I think it is time for us to move into the oh. real life for today. All right, Leon, you've shared some great mm. insights on this topic. This was one of the topics that you've listed out for us. And I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think there's so much that one can learn from this mindset and this perspective. And really, that's all it does, right, is it gives us perspective to say that we want to strive towards achieving the best the greatest in this year to come and that's where i'm at right now as i want Mm. to be better i want to compare myself to last year and see growth i want to compare my performance to last year and see that i'm excelling that i'm that i'm making progress right but where do we draw the line and where do we start considering that what is the impact of this sacrifice because i can go and i can say you know what this year i'm going to just dedicate 10 hours to studying every single day but How is that going to affect my mental health? Achieving some sort of balance, number one. And number two, also take into consideration that if you're in number three right now, you're working your way up towards number one. Keep that number one spot in mind, but also know that there will be some effects that's going to come with that, some expectations, some some pressure that you're going to have to try and fend off the whole time from everyone else as well. What is your one tip or two tips in this? Area of discussion for this weekly ungo. Yeah, man. Thanks for putting me on the pressure for two tips.
1: Um, I actually, again, <laughs> only have one in this new format. I'm going, <laughs> I'm resorting to one good tip. Look, it's not one of those episodes where it's easy to come up with tips because I'm not the best at anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I might be the best at being a, being an idiot sometimes, but that's pretty much <laughs> it. Um, what I would say to people that are in this position already, or they are moving up that world and they're obsessing over it is to practice a little bit of self-awareness so almost what i mean by that is try and go and think about maybe the two or three or four pillars that are most important in your life maybe family isn't important to you and that's probably fine i mean there's probably some people in this world that grew up without family and they don't have that as a as a thing but let's say for example it's healthy living maybe it's spirituality maybe it's family right and just go and reevaluate where do you stand with those three metrics in your life compared to since you've been chasing this greatness this thing mm. right is the rest of your life still in balance are you still seeing your family are you still visiting church are you still going to the gym whatever those things are that that are important obviously those are general you know um aspects of life that we consider uh, that we all consider as healthy and and so on so i'm just using that as example but it could be anything are you still getting to your favorite hobbies are you still getting onto your mountain bike are you still going hiking if that's something that's important are you still active in nature are you still participating in philanthropy if that was a big thing for you at some stage go and just evaluate the amount of sacrifice that you've had to make in order to chase this level of achievement and then try and figure out whether it's worth it Right, Mm -hmm. And that would be a very hard thing to do. I can't imagine how hard it must be to say, listen, I'm going to stop trying to be the best at this, especially if you're like an athlete at Olympic level or whatever. Try and figure out, is it worth it? If it is, and all of those factors need to cave away in order to make way for you to do this short-term stint of being the best, because obviously Olympians don't do this for decades, Mm -hmm. then yes, it could be a good idea. But if it's something of a lifestyle change that's going to be an overbearing Uh, problem that you will sit with for years so if it's a career choice or something that's literally going to slowly eat away at all those other three or four or five or one pillar that was important in your life then i don't think it's worth it because you're going to find yourself at the top and you're going to find yourself extremely lonely at the top because Mm -hmm. you've literally tarnished everything else that was in 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 your life that was important to you at some point and now you're number one but you don't even have someone to share it with Um, so that would be my only tip is just be self-aware about this growth or this movement that you are working through and just always be cognizant of the fact of what you are putting at risk and what are you, um, sacrificing in order to chase that goal. And then I think you should be golden. There are Olympians in the world. There are number ones in the world on everything, but it's important for them to still kind of be happy and have a balanced life at the end of
0: the day. That's a really, really cool tip. I think because if you take it from the angle of understanding, well, and I know a lot of people you know, chase money. We all do. We've spoken about this in the past, right? But if mm-hmm. you want to be the richest person, maybe not in the world, but just in the country or in the state that you're in, uh, and just mm. keep on chasing money, right? What's going to happen is if that's your primary goal in life, to be the richest and own yachts and, helicopters and private jets and all that by the time that you achieve that you don't have any relationships or close meaningful relationships with those closest to you so who's going to fly on that jet who's going to just sit with you on that Mm. yacht you know or who's going to take the chopper rides out with you and everything and you how how is that going to detract from that experience right you're going to look back Mm. and there's no more time to fix what you've broken by just chasing that one dream that one ideal So I absolutely love that tip. I think my only tip for today is start thinking long term, And not just short-term, right? And I say short-term in the sense of you focusing on this dream, on this achievement of yours, of being the greatest and giving up everything else, right? Think about sustainability. How sustainable is that? So earlier on, I mentioned and I scraped the surface on sacrificing bottom-line results at some point to supplement Mm. your mental well-being, rather. Finding that balance as well. Because not being mentally sound and achieving that goal of being number one Right, is going to do so much harm in the future to those around you, to you yourself. But thinking, mm-hmm. how do I sacrifice my short-term gains for long-term results? And that's really my yeah, one tip yeah, today. is Think good. about sustainability and you know, achieve a balance between those two. Absolutely go for it. Be the best that you can be. But understand that being number two is good enough. And sometimes being mm. number two is actually better them being number one. Absolutely love this episode, mm, Leon. My man. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> that was brilliant.
0: What if you like number 105,000? But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love that you added this topic to the list, Leon. It's been an absolute great episode. Once again, if you guys out in the audience enjoyed this, then please go ahead and share it. Share it with your friends. Mm. If you know, if you're thinking about someone who's constantly obsessed about being the best, or even though they've already achieved so much in their life, without discouraging them but rather encouraging them and saying being number two is not necessarily better but is it better for you is it sustainable mm. if you're out there and you know a blogger <laughs> Or, if you're a blogger, we're looking for someone to assist with writing our blogs on our website. So, if the topics that we cover resonate with you and you know that you want to start exploring a new world of blogging or writing or just expressing yourself in a more creative way, then reach out to us. Head over to rltstudios.com, there's a contact form. I look forward to seeing you guys on the very next episode. Until then, this is me signing off. Mono,
1: this was Leon. Peace. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers. Bye.
0: What's up, guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us. And who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.